Hey friends, it's just me today. And I am going to be doing some episodes in the near future where it's just me. There's no music, there's no intro, there's no outro, there's no ad. It's just me talking to you. And I am doing this because for one, my podcast manager is on maternity leave and I don't want to bother her, but I have some things that you know, I, I, I come up with ideas and I want to share them. And I feel like it's okay to just show up organic raw without any editing. So you're getting me (laughs) as is today. And hopefully I don't mess up too much, but if I do, hopefully you have some grace for me and we'll just let me um, have this moment where I'm just showing up and we aren't editing, we aren't making anything pretty and perfect, but we're going to, or I'm going to provide you with hopefully great value that you appreciate and can take away from this episode and the future episodes like this to navigate your entrepreneurial journey or just life in general. So I am going to be talking today about anxiety and entrepreneurship. So if you guys don't mind, I'm going to just jump right in. If you are an entrepreneur with anxiety, you may be struggling in many facets of your business. The first, creating a personal brand. Other areas that anxiety may be holding you back include being present on social media, creating videos, writing blog posts, scheduling sales calls, and building relationships. It's also possible that fear from anxiety is resulting in you being stuck in a cycle of procrastination. As an entrepreneur with anxiety, I can relate. I can relate because when I started my entrepreneurial journey as a photographer, I hid behind my camera. I posted a lot of pretty photos, but they weren't of me. People that didn't already know me didn't even get the opportunity to see who I was or who I am. This means they didn't have the opportunity to get to know me, to build a relationship with me, or to trust me. This delayed me building a solid foundation for my business, which involves being present, being the face of your brand, differentiating yourself, talking about yourself, and building those relationships so that you can build trust. Fear of judgment and people not liking you hold you back. It held me back. Entrepreneurs have a lot of what ifs moving around in their brains, and it's hard to break the cycle. It takes intentional action, which we'll get to in a little bit. The problem, though, with letting these thoughts control us is that we create a negative cycle. We procrastinate, and our business stays small, which can be okay if that is your goal, but staying small is a disservice to those who really need your expertise. Those people who are just waiting for you to come along and help them. As an entrepreneur with anxiety, you have to realize that your thoughts create your results. Even if you don't have anxiety, but you're an entrepreneur, it really, no matter what walk of life you're in, your thoughts will create your results. This is so true. If you are sitting in a cycle of negative thoughts and what ifs, You'll feel down, you'll feel agitated, fear will arise, and other negative emotions. And when we have negative emotions, we don't take action. Procrastination sets in and it leads to paralysis. 
Think of a circle. In my book, You, Me, and Anxiety, I use the example of a Ferris wheel. Negative thoughts come into our brain, just like someone gets onto a Ferris wheel, and they just keep coming on. But the Ferris wheel, just like our brain, starts going faster and faster and faster and faster. Things like, what if I fail? What if no one likes me? What if no one hires me? What if I make a fool of myself? What if they talk about me? What if they don't hire me? All of these what if thoughts just keep coming into our brain. And like the Ferris wheel, it doesn't stop so that the negative thoughts can get off and positive thoughts can come in. And so the cycle just continues faster and faster. So we must catch these thoughts as they come in so that we can challenge them. Most of the negative thoughts are irrational. They are unrealistic. If you get into a pattern of changing the negative thoughts, let them escape from your mind and let positive thoughts take over. When you do this, you will begin to be able to control the thoughts that you have. Little by little, gradually, you will have more control over the way you think. You'll have less what ifs and more positive thoughts that come in. Then you will become more confident. As you become more confident, you will have more positive thoughts, less imposter syndrome, more positive, happy, motivating, inspiring emotions. And that means you will take more action. Collectively, positive thoughts, positive emotions, and taking action will result in more results. I just provided a kind of a summary of my five C's of journaling method for navigating anxiety. You can learn more by reading You, Me, and Anxiety, which will be available um, March 15th. So in about 10 days, um, we're get, getting super excited about that. But something important to note is that if we want it to, our faith can become, can come into play before our thoughts. We can look to faith to influence our thoughts. The Bible tells us in 1 Peter 5, 7 to cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. We can certainly pray and give our anxiety to God. He can help us navigate anxiety if we trust him and allow the Holy Spirit to work in our hearts to guide us and to give us patience and wisdom. We really, as humans, can't manage anxiety alone. It takes a team. And personally, my lifelong journey with anxiety, I've had to rely on my faith because otherwise I would have stayed many times in a cycle of negative thoughts, but I've had to implement practice, daily practice with my five C's. And I've used that in combination with my faith to navigate my anxiety so that I could grow as a person, grow as an entrepreneur and become a better, better person, having more positive thoughts. I haven't been able to do it alone but I've had a therapist. I've had my husband. I've had my faith, really my faith. And then my taking action intentionally to navigate it. In Philippians 4, 8, Paul writes, finally, brothers, insert sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, Think about such things. If we follow Paul's advice, 
we will think more positively and hopefully have fewer negative thoughts that result in limiting beliefs, deflated emotions, and inaction. Yes, anxiety will cause negative, fearful thoughts to creep into the minds of an anxious entrepreneur. But if you are an entrepreneur with anxiety, you can take action to start controlling your thoughts. It isn't easy and it takes time. You have to make this a daily practice. Using the five C's of journaling method alongside prayer is so empowering alongside other strategies that I'll talk about in a little bit. But start flipping the script in your mind. When a negative what if pops up, change it to a positive what if. So instead, if you're getting ready to do a discovery call, what don't say to yourself, what if they don't like me? Instead, say to yourself, what if I show up and serve this person the best of my ability? See how much different that made you feel compared to what if they don't hire me? What if they don't like me? Those thoughts make you probably feel, I'm guessing anyway, they make me feel tense and uptight and, and sad. But when I think about what if I show up and serve them to the best of my ability, that makes me just feel good. Like if you say those two phrases right now, just stop for a second and say those two phrases and see what the difference in emotions are. See the difference in how even your body, I bet, has a different reaction from what if they don't like me to what if I show up and serve them to the best of my ability? I bet you can see or feel a difference. And I think that you'll start to see a change in your anxiety levels if you start doing these actions, taking this action. And you'll definitely see a change in your productivity and your results. So let's talk about developing healthy habits to decrease anxiety as an entrepreneur. Everyone, like everyone, but especially if you're an entrepreneur with anxiety, needs as many tools in your toolbox as possible to navigate the entrepreneurship journey. It is hard. To say entrepreneurship is challenging is an understatement, especially if you are solo and you're working alone almost every day and making decisions in your business by yourself. It's overwhelming and it's challenging and it can be lonely. And if you are an anxious entrepreneur like me, I think you have additional challenges. It's harder to navigate the thoughts and control them when you have anxiety. But taking action to change your thoughts and thus your behaviors and actions is key. So let's talk about a few things that you can do to help navigate your anxiety while you're on this journey of entrepreneurship. Number one, and this is going to sound so silly and so simple, and you've probably heard it a million times, but be disciplined and stop the mindless scrolling. Put the devices away. Give yourself a screen time break, a holiday from it. One of the best things that you can do to decrease anxiety as an entrepreneur is to stop comparing yourself to others who are steps ahead of you. In fact, stop comparing yourself to anyone. You are on a journey of one, a journey of you. God has placed this calling, your purpose on your heart. 
He knows that you have the talents, the gifts, and abilities to accomplish what he's called you for. Be compassionate with yourself the way you would be compassionate with your best friend. Set realistic expectations for yourself, not expectations that you see based on what people are doing online. So if you are on social media and you start to feel tension, you know, your shoulders kind of come up as though they're earrings um, and you feel that like pressure in your body and you just, it makes you feel heavy and down and just stop, stop looking at everything that you see online. And if there are people that you follow that trigger those feelings in you, stop following them. You don't have to follow everyone. You can simply mute them if you don't want them to know you're not paying attention to their stuff anymore, but you have to look out for yourself. And if those things that you're seeing on social media are making you feel tense or upset or aggravated or irritable, then it's time to step away from them and not focus on them. You just have to stop that comparison game because you're going to put yourself into a more negative cycle. Implement the five C's journaling method for anxiety. So catch those thoughts, challenge those thoughts, change them, start to control them and start to become more confident in yourself. Step away. When you are feeling anxious, step away from your work. Give yourself time to rest. Go for a walk, read a book, listen to music, get creative, pray, meditate, call a friend who you know will be a positive light in your day. Set manageable goals. Be realistic and compassionate when you set your goals. Start with 90-day goals, not annual goals. Sure, you can have those long-term goals, but break them down to shorter term, smaller goals so that they're more realistic for today, for the, the here and now. Break your 90-day goals down into three parts, one per month, and then break those down to three big tasks per month. Doing this will help you stay focused on smaller tasks, get to scratch them off your to-do list, which I love, love, love to do, and not become overwhelmed by increased anxiety, which could result and more procrastination. Create healthy habits. This is number five. Create healthy habits. The healthier your lifestyle, the healthier your mind will be. Eat a healthy, well-balanced diet. Exercise. Drink plenty of water. Get eight hours of sleep every night or as many nights a week as you can. Journal, meditate, and do daily devotions. These are all things that have helped me navigate my anxiety. And when I am devoted to these practices, I can see a huge difference in how I feel every day and how much more focused and productive I am. So I do strongly encourage these for you. So I'll just go over them again. So number one is step, stop scrolling mindlessly and stop comparing yourself to others online. Impl two is implement the five C's journaling method for anxiety. Three is step away. Four, set manageable goals. Five, create healthy habits. And then number six is practice gratitude. Creating a gratitude practice will help you navigate anxiety. You might be thinking, how? Well, because you will begin to see all of the blessings you have, all of the things you've done right, the people who are supporting you or hiring you, 
you'll see how brave and talented you truly are. The more you practice gratitude, the more your brain will begin to see the positives around you and in your business and life. And you won't go to that negative place of what ifs as quickly. I'm not saying the what ifs are going to completely go away, but you will definitely offset the negative for the positive. This takes time and practice, a lot of time and practice. It's not something you do one day and then you're good. You have to do this over and over repeatedly, preferably daily, but it really does help you see the positives, even in the worst scenarios in your business and life. Case in point, this is kind of a silly example, but I have recently been on a PR frenzy because of my book, You, Me, and Anxiety, which is publishing on March 15th. A local paper paper picked up my story. The article went out. It was in print, I think, on like Tuesday. And then um, the digital error, the digital version came out today. And there were errors. One of them was kind of big because they spelled my name wrong when they put my social media links in. So if they put Robin with an I instead of Robin with a Y, people aren't going to be able to find me, right? I could have focused on the errors and been extremely disappointed that the article wasn't perfect, but I chose to simply be grateful that the article was published and more people are going to learn about me and the book, which means more people will have help with navigating their anxiety. And I took this moment to thank the writer and I asked if she could change the digital article. I knew she couldn't change the print article, but she did change the digital article Chances are more people are looking at it digitally anyway, but sometimes we just have to stay calm and be grateful in the moment. And when we do that, everyone wins. And I, you know, when you look at a situation, really, I mean, I could have got totally upset about this, but why bother? Why have that negative energy? Because then that would have thrown my whole day off. So instead I could just be thankful that at least people are going to know about the book. And so I'm sure that if you start to look at the daily things that happen, you know, even if you're running late at some point in time, be grateful because you could have just avoided an accident. You just never know why things are happening. But if you can find that place of gratitude in your heart and your mind, you'll start to see a difference in how those negative thoughts come in. They won't come in as quickly and maybe hopefully they'll come in a lot less too. Okay. Number seven, ditch perfectionism. Perfectionism is going to lead you to procrastination, which of course will lead to paralysis, which we talked about earlier. It'll lead you to a place of inaction. Sometimes perfectionism begins with comparison, but often it starts with anxiety and the innate need to do everything perfectly to avoid negative consequences, to avoid mistakes, to avoid failure. Many of us with anxiety have that dreadful gift of perfectionism because we're so afraid of doing things wrong or being judged or of what other people are thinking about us. But realize this as entrepreneurs, we all do things wrong. And really that is the beauty of entrepreneurship. We make mistakes and we get to learn from them. We fail. We have to pick ourselves up, but If we never make mistakes or fail, we aren't learning, we aren't growing, and we'll never fully know what it's like to succeed. No one expects you to be perfect. Courteous, yes. Professional, 
Absolutely. Authentic, yes. But perfect, no. No one expects it of you. So give yourself that gift of grace to accept yourself right where you're at and don't push yourself into a space that uh, where perfectionism is expected because no one else expects it. So don't do that to yourself. I want to reiterate something too, that you are not alone as an entrepreneur with anxiety. Anxiety and in entrepreneurship is something that people have been talking about for years. When I was preparing to write this article and record it for the podcast, I did a little bit of research to see how prevalent the topic was. The research resulted, result, well, I should say the search result produced over 61 million listings on Google. But on the first page of the search, one stood out to me. It was written in 2017 in Psychology Today, written by Chloe Rothridge. In the article, she listed five things to help entrepreneurs manage anxiety. First one, self-compassion, taking breaks, meditation, phone boundaries, and procrastination. She didn't recommend procrastination, of course, but she recommended breaking your task down into smaller, more manageable items so that you don't get so overwhelmed. So her list is very similar to my list. Um, Mine's a little longer, a little more detailed, but it's interesting that some of these things overlap, especially the boundaries with the phone. And then of course, taking breaks. I said, stepping away, giving yourself some time to reset, recharge. Um, But these are things that you can do. And I will link that article in the show notes too. So if you want to go and and check that out, you certainly can. So lastly, I want to leave you with the concept of hiring a coach. If you are an entrepreneur with anxiety, making business decisions is challenging enough. When you add anxiety to the mix, it can be even more overwhelming. Instead of trying to navigate your anxiety and your entrepreneurial journey alone, consider investing in someone who can help you with both business and mindset strategies for success. I had the most growth, the biggest changes, most positive changes in my business and really my life as a whole when I hired a business coach. And I hired her for marketing as a, as a business and marketing coach, but we began working on mindset and oh my goodness, did it shift things for me? So great. So, so, so great. And I highly, highly recommend it for anyone because we're not meant to do this alone. And especially if you're an anxious entrepreneur, don't try to do it all by yourself because that anxiety is just going to keep building. And there are physical ramifications of anxiety. You know, you, you have to take care of yourself. So give yourself that grace. There are resources available for funding for female entrepreneurs. So if you are struggling with anxiety, I highly encourage you to consider hiring a mentor or a coach to help you navigate the world of entrepreneurship. And if you're curious about what it would look like to work with me and how I work with my clients and help them navigate anxiety and their negative mindset challenges, those mindset barriers and blocks, and to build a strong foundation for long-term success, schedule a call with me. I'll put the link to my calendar in the show notes. You can also get it just by going to my website, therobingraham.com. And there's a button there. You can use the contact form or 
and send an email, or you can click a button and you can schedule a call with me. I would love to connect with you. Honestly, it would give me so much joy just to have somebody book a call and converse with me. Tell me your story. Tell me what you're struggling with. You can even send me an email, robin at therobingram.com. You can also go over to Instagram, the Robin Graham, and hit, hit me up in my DMs. Tell me what you're struggling with the most. I would be overjoyed to help you, give you some tips. And of course, on, uh, on um, March 15th, you can also pick up the book, You, Me, and Anxiety, which will give you some insight on uh, more tips and tools for navigating anxiety. All right. That is it for this episode. I am so glad that you were here today. And I hope that whether you're an anxious entrepreneur or not, you found this information helpful. You can apply any of these strategies to just navigating everyday mindset barriers, mindset blocks, mindset challenges. So I hope that you can start having less what if negative thoughts and more positive thoughts and take more intentional action and really see your business start to turn a corner and grow and scale it to what you've been dreaming of. I'll talk to you next time.